Hi, this is Roberto. You are back with another Steambox podcast. I am in Central Falls in the McKenna Center, but I'm not with my Warriors right now. Right now, I'm with some Met High School students. Met High School students, please say what's up to the world. What's up? What's poppin'? Hey, guys. Uh, Hey. uh, Thank you guys for being here. I heard some really cool stories, some interesting stories, and maybe even some sad stuff, too, uh, about some recent trips. So I definitely wanted to hear it straight from your mouths. I wanted to hear all about this adventure that you guys had recently. Uh, So that's why we've got you here today. Uh, I wanna thank the audience at home for listening. Uh, You guys have made us the number two podcast in the world for the second straight week in education. So we really appreciate that. Uh, Right off the bat, thank you, Nico, for bringing me uh, these these people. Can I say your name? Should I already? All right, because I'll delete stuff. I'll classify, I'll go with a black marker. Uh, (laughs) I'm I'm gonna ask you guys, who, is everybody comfortable with names or do you wanna do code names? I'm comfortable with names. Yeah, I'm comfortable with names. All right, so uh, so going on down, hi. Uh, what's your name? Uh, my name is Jefferson. Jefferson, uh, what grade? I'm a junior. Jefferson, junior. Um, my name is Daisy, I'm a senior. Diana, I'm a senior. I'm Diane, I'm a senior. I'm Jaden, I'm a junior. Jaden, the junior. All right, so I got some Met High School students. You, you guys had an adventure together. Uh, how many other Met students were with you? Uh, two more. No, three more. Three more. Three more. Three more. Oh, so I have most of the crew here. Yes. yes. Oh, I didn't even know that. Okay. So I've got most of the crew here. Uh, we're going to unpack some of the adventure that we had, but somebody please tell us uh, about the adventure. Who wants to share about just, just <laughs> what you guys did? Okay. Um. So we took an, opportun- um, an opportunity on um, sailing for sailing main ships, and it was learning about the African-American slave trade and about like Robert Smalls. And we got to travel from uh, uh, um, Charleston, South Carolina, Brunswick, Georgia, Key West. I mean, St. Augustine, Key West, Dry Tortugas, um, Pensacola, Alabama, St. Pete's, St. Petersburg, Mobile, Alabama, Montgomery, Selma. It sounds like an amazing opportunity. Were you excited to go? Yes, we were ready. Very, well, I was very excited, you know, because I get to learn about African-American history and I got to do something that I love, which is traveling. Yo, I love um, I hate to exploit students. I really do. Right. Especially as a light skinned Puerto Rican. Um, but I love to take uh, my black and brown students either into an experience or way out of their own kind of hood and into another experience. So it's really dope that they did that with black and brown students. So two schools. Two so two two schools full of black and brown students together, right? Is that about right? No. 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 Our school uh, only uh, nine students were black and brown out of the twenty three students. Were most of those met students? They were all met students. Oh, the, nine. the, the yeah. only diverse the nine. group was the met kids. The nine were the proctor was all white. So you guys were learning about uh, you guys were learning about slave trade. Is that true? Yeah. You guys were learning about race history, mm-hmm. uh, black race history. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but with another school that was white predominantly. Mm-hmm. Yes. That must have been an interesting dynamic. I'm still trying to process it, and I have, and I have, <laughs> I, I assure the world, I have not heard the full story yet. Uh, but in my head, I only have high hopes of how something like that could go. Uh, <laughs> so I, I can't, I can't wait to hear it. Um, What'd you say your name was? Jaden. Jaden. Uh, so Jaden, you're about to go off on this trip, right? You one week out. Are you excited? Like, what are you thinking? 
yeah, I was definitely excited to learn things. And like my mom was there, like I didn't show it, but like inside I was very excited doing backwards stuff inside my head. Doing backwards stuff inside your no, head? No, backwards. Like backwards <laughs> in my back head. Backwards in like, your head. Like thinking a mile a minute, like, oh my God, I'm going this trip. You can explore places, learn things. So excited. One week out, what were you thinking? One week? I honestly didn't think I was going to go. I'm not going to lie. How come? Were you scared? At first I was so excited to go because I heard that we were going to go to the Bahamas. But then, you know, I started thinking because a boat, me, seasick, I was afraid of seasick. And, like, I didn't know how I was going to react, being away from my family. Like, everything was just. But then my good friend here convinced me to go, you know, to Bahamas. And then got on there. like Specifically to seasick, did you get seasick? Yes. <laughs> uh, specifically to your family, did you miss your family? Yes. Okay, so, so you were right. I'm happy. Yes. I'm happy that you challenged your comfort zone. You challenged your comfort zone. But you were right. All right. Okay. Uh, what were you thinking one week out? Um, I'm kind of opposite of them. I was I wasn't excited. I was more like Diana. I did not think I was gonna get on that boat, especially because I knew living on a boat couldn't be easy. But I was excited to like visit these different places, and I was excited to get to Alabama to like go to Montgomery and Selma and like learn more about like slavery and like um everything that happened there yeah but yeah i mean i like sailing now so that's pretty good oh good also i didn't know anybody so i was really scared how come, we how come? at the airport well i thought you guys all went to the met together we um do, but... the met's a pretty big school we're all yeah. in different buildings so we all didn't know each other yeah there's separate campuses of the met and separate buildings even on the same campus uh one week out what are you thinking i was kind of neutral Nothing much going on in my head. I was just like, "How you're about to go to Bahamas? Do you do this all the time?" Uh, nah, I like I get to travel a lot. Um, oh. <laughs> no, no, <I> <laughs> come on, no. Um, no, like, I don't know. I was like, I was excited. You know, okay. Um, I do a lot of like poetry. And yeah. I always talk about like how life is kind of like an ocean, right? So I was like excited inside because like my dream was kind of like finally coming true. Okay. But like. On the outside, I just look man neutral. Like, you know, okay. Remember, you know? Yep. I don't know. I was just there. We were just, just when you, you guys saw the students that were here when you walked in, mm -hmm. we were finishing uh, one of our animation programs and they are deeply plotting next year's Japan trip. This is something that I've done twice with students before. Uh, my friend, uh, Akeem Lloyd, uh, has a program called The Leadership Journey and he takes students to Africa uh, every year, mm -hmm. South Africa. Uh, and they have this amazing adventure. And a lot of times we'll get together. I'll have that group come on this podcast and talk to my students who went to Japan. And the one thing like everybody has in common is no matter where we were, uh, we talk about all the food that we ate, the amazing, amazing things that we ate. Did they have like, did they roll out the red carpet for you with food? Did you guys have the best food ever? First day we had pizza. The, first... the first day you had pizza? Yeah, that's about it. All right, so that's like some intro stuff. Yeah. Okay, so they introduced you with pizza. What do you mean that's about it? <laughs> that's, about, that's the only thing we ate for the first day because we got well, there like. Th that was lunchtime, though. That lunchtime we had dinner because they had just gone to play, you know, we was all hangry. Yep. And then that night, um, two of the crew members had cooked us ravioli, which was really good. Okay, so the, the, the crew cooked <laughs> ravioli. What'd you say? That was what night? The, um, the first night. Of that how many dinner. nights? Uh, 65 in total. 65. Wait, what? You guys were there for two months? Yes. yes. Two months. You had your best meal on the second night, ravioli. Yes. 
Was it all downhill from there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Hold up. This yeah. podcast just started. Am I already tapping a vein? Is, are we already? We survived on Nutella. We survived on each other's snacks. What do you mean each other's snacks? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead of just you ate sleep. <laughs> Yo, I'm I'm Puerto Rican, right? Like I grew up, I grew, <laughs> I grew up in the hood. I know what it's like to eat sleep for dinner. Oh, and mango. Oh no, Listen, I never made it though. I'm there. For, she she made platanos on the boat. She wasn't there. That's why they were. There was platanos and mango on the boat. She tried. She tried. Okay, somebody tried to make uh, platanos and mango on the boat. The cook. The chef. The our second cook. chef that we had because the first one unfortunately was. That's technically our third chef. What? When Wait, we talk- went on the boat, okay. there wasn't a chef because she never showed up. Yeah. So and then they had another one who got fired and then had another one who was our chef for the rest of the voyage. Um, If you had your second, if you had your best meal on the second night, you, you, you ate Nutella on some nights, you ate sleep. Were you guys, were, were you like actually, I know you're teenagers, so I know that we're all hungry all the time, right? That's what our bodies do. But, but were you unreasonably hungry? This- Generally, yeah, we were hungry. Like when we we were like forced, like we weren't like starving because like some some sometimes they would have stuff for us, yeah. but sometimes they wouldn't. Um, but like when we go on ports, we make sure we have enough snacks for the next time. You so guys, we wouldn't go hungry. You know what optimistic pessimistic means? Yeah, they would yeah. Yes. All right, who's our most optimistic person here? Okay, you're you <laughs> you all right. I just heard from you, so let me go over here. Yeah. Uh as as our resident optimist, as somebody who's optimistic. Are they exaggerating about the food or was the food situation like really bad and needed improvement? It was bad. <laughs> Our optimist says the food situation was bad. Tell me why. Uh, okay. I wouldn't say bad because that's kind of rude, but like more of like it could have used more spice, more mm. Hispanic spice, you know, like it was too bland. There was no adobo? I bought it. We, tried. I, we bought adobo <laughs> and sazon. Y'all brought adobo and sazon out to the boat. Yes. I have my own little package seasoning that my mom packed for me. Yeah. It helped for a couple days. (laughs) (laughs) What's a a meal that you guys, like, give me one day, one day, right, in the middle of the trip, right? In the middle of the trip, give me one day. What did you guys eat, breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Like, give me an example so I can understand. Uh, Breakfast would probably be, like, some bagels, um, yogurt, granola, probably some cereal and milk. And then lunch would be like tomato soup mm-hmm. and a grilled cheese. And dinner would probably be a vegetarian casserole. Or sometimes spaghetti or something like that. That's basically the majority of or our couscous. meals. Couscous. <laughs> oh, couscous, couscous and shrimp. That was couscous another is not for me. Jalapeno and cornbread. Couscous is not for cornbread. me. Jalapeno and cornbread. Corn in the cornbread. All right, so... <laughs> yeah. So I'll rock some cornbread all day. And jalapeno on the cornbread. I, I'm saying, I know I'm, I know I'm not... I know I'm not with you guys right now. Do you feel like, do you feel like the, what did the other school, because you said there was, you said there was a school that oh, was the same way. less people of color and, and they were not satisfied either. They put hot sauce on everything. No, we, oh, had, we had to restock hot sauce. Like, so, so no, no, thank you. Uh, so, so this wasn't a matter of the food wasn't culturally appropriate, right? It's not like they don't know how to serve brown people, right? It wasn't that it was the food just was not sufficient, period. And that's from our optimist. I mean, she tried. She tried. So we're not hating on the person no, who no. did this. Okay. All right. But the, the food situation wasn't great. 
Yeah. Uh, what about when you guys are on land? Like you're in Alabama. Do you guys have an opportunity to go to a restaurant and do something cool? Mm-hmm. Uh, none in Alabama. Uh, mm-hmm. Every other place we stopped by at ports, we had time ashore and we treat ourselves to a good bunch. <laughs> were you guys feeling good on day one? Were you guys feeling like, okay, we're on an adventure? Did you shake your head no already on day yeah. one? On day one, you were not feeling good. What was some of the what was some of the uh oh signs that you started having? My room, my room. <laughs> where I was sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Your room. What what about your room? Uh, oh my god, this is so bad. Um, so I slept in like I well, I wasn't with them. They all slept in like different places. I was in the like the most forward part in the boat. Yep. Which is like the smallest part. And it's also where like you feel the most seasick. And it's just very tiny. Like I can't even sit up on my bed while like they can. Yeah. It was just it was just bad. Like one time I had to wake up at like 5 a.m. because my room was like flooding. Yep. And like I I had to sleep in like the kitchen. I'm here to hear about your adventures. I'm here to give you an opportunity to voice this stuff out. I am not here to try to defend the Met where I have worked before, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to try to defend the Met or anything like that, but I want to ask you a quick question. As a parent, mm-hmm. as a parent, is it possible that some of that is like part of the experience? Is that like, you know what I mean? Like, like should you be on a tiny ass bed, on a, on a cot? You know what I mean? Is that, does that come with the experience or, you know, of, of what you were doing? Um, well, my like sleeping experience was like very different than the rest of like the boats. It was just me and like three other girls. So like on the front of the boat in a yeah. tiny ass room. Uh what was your experience like? Sleeping? Yeah. Uh I had to change bunks because my roommate wasn't a suitable roommate, but yo, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, was he farting? Like <laughs> no, so like I was the bottom bunk, he was top bunk, right? Yeah. Apparently there's times where he's he sleepwalks, so he's fallen on top of me before, apparently. <laughs> He fell on top of you? Yes. And I didn't know this. Other times, and there was other times where he, he had a metal water bottle, right? Yeah. It rolled off, hit me in the head. I wake up and I slept under a um book, like a little bookshelf. Yep. I wake up, hit my head on that and had a headache for like a whole day. Yeah. And then he also blamed me for stealing something of his that I never stole before. Okay. Which was annoying. So I have the same question that I just asked, but I'm trying to redirect myself, right? Because I'm thinking, right? Like I'm thinking maybe some of this is part of the experience that you guys are supposed to have, right? Like, like now you guys know what it's like to be a sailor, but then, but then is that what you signed up for? Did you know that you guys are going to have an experience like that? Cause that's different, right? Like, like if you know that you're supposed to get the, the sailor experience, then that's what you guys got. But did you guys, is this what you guys were promised? Is this what you guys were told to expect? We were told that it's not a cruise. It's a working ship. Okay. Damn. I mean, I, I would like have to sleep in their beds while we were like actually out on sea. Like when I like when they were on watch, which is like they actually like had to stay up for those four hours. For those hours, I would sleep in their bed because it was just so horrible. Along with those three girls, like they would find other people's beds to sleep from, in. From the other school? Um, from my uh, room, the people I shared the books with. Yeah, two of them were from other school. The other one was also from. So so far, the people from the other school were having a similar experience with the food, a similar experience with staying. Did you guys have the same experience during the whole sixty-five days as the other school, or were there some areas where they might have had a different experience? Some areas where they may have a different experience. For instance. Um. 
Go ahead. Oh, Go. male. Yeah. He, male. Male. Yeah. Like, um, like the first thing. Let's take him as the first thing. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so Proctor and the Matt. Your send off. The send off. Yes. So, um, their school. So they their school has done this for since like 2000. Okay. So our this was our first time doing this. Yep. And their school had like apparently they've done this before. So they their school their parents and everything come down with them on the flight and they have like a send off for them for when when we continue to go on our voyage. Yeah. So we didn't know that. So it was different because like it wasn't different, but it was. What was your send off like? Uh, we didn't have a send off. Yeah, it was bye. Yeah, so yeah. We, we had to drop off our children. We were sitting in our cars because it was freezing at 5 a.m. in the dark at the Mets. And basically, all of us parents, we didn't know each other. So we were just sitting in our car, waving goodbye to the Met, and then they pulled off. And then the send off from the other school was celebratory. They got their parents there, they had food. They told our Met children, what did they tell you to do during the send-off? Smile. And what oh, remember yeah. they told you they separated you all? Remember you all son? They had a Oh yeah, they pulled up Sam. They told Sam to come up and take some pictures. And remember when you all said she had to sit on the wall and watch the other kids get their send-off from their families? Oh yeah, we were just like sitting. Yeah. Oh sitting there confused. <laughs> I, I, I want to know why all these people was here. <laughs> So, and why your, your parents couldn't be there, but other people's parents could. Yeah. Like my mom would have loved to come down there, you know, have you guys heard, have you guys heard stereotypes and have you guys heard lies about your race? Have you ever heard like, like I heard that Puerto Ricans steal. Uh, I heard that Puerto Ricans carry knives all the time. Like I hear shit like that all the time. Have you guys ever heard lies about your race or stereotypes about your race? One of the ones for Latinos uh, and I think uh, not just brown people, but I think black people, I hear the stereotype too, is like a lack of a family structure. So I'm wondering if, if the white school has all their families out there, just optics, just how this looks. It looks like the white families are all out there supporting their children when you didn't even have the opportunity to support yours. Exactly. Right? Like, And I have a business. So I would have uh, sponsored sending them off better i would have had signs i would have been playing music for y'all whatever like they didn't even give us a chance they didn't tell us they didn't even introduce us as families to each other so we've been separate the whole time so i didn't know y'all's families until the very end when they started unblind copying us on the email because i brought it up because i would have loved to all of us families got together to support you all call me out if you feel like i'm being too fair to the men right could this be could this be like a first time mistake? Like they didn't really plan it as well as they should have. And now they know better. And on their second try, they'll have families there. I would uh, like grow from some of this stuff. For me, um, they were talking about how it was kind of late. The All that news came to them. It was kind of late. So they kind of didn't have time to tell us. But I feel like in a one month period or maybe even two, they had enough time to, you know, get all the students together that were going to go on the boat, get all, get all that ready, you know, and during like the holiday seasons, which was like when we all were setting up, they could have done something for our families to, you know, get to meet each other, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's like 50-50. They had time, but they didn't do anything. The Mets a big school with a big yeah. budget. 
Uh, don't let them tell you that they're not. And I and I love some of those people. I've worked closely. I have a lot of criticisms and things that I wish were better about the Met, but there's also a lot of things that I learned from the Met that they do well. Uh, I'm a one-man organization, and you just saw students talking about their trip to Japan next year. We ain't got no money, but I'm going to figure it out. I don't want the students paying for anything, and you damn sure right that they're going to eat and enjoy what they're eating. That's that's on me. Yeah. If, if you're in my care, if you put your son in my care it's on me to make sure that you are taken care of now if it's a totally different thing mm -hmm. if it's hold on your son's gonna get the sailor experience he's gonna bump his head right like he's gonna get seasick <laughs> but he's gonna come back a seaman right yeah. you you are you're mr seaman that's you congratulations mr seaman uh so you come back, Mr. Seaman. That's a whole different thing, right? Uh, from now on, that's forever. That's it's forever. It's podcast. It's your contact name. But like, but when I ask you, I and I tried to be fair, right? And I tried to push back and say, well, what about the Met? Like, what if this is this part of the experience? But when I asked you what you were there for and what you expected from the trip, you told me a lot about learning history. You told me a lot about learning lineage. That's what you were there for. You weren't there for getting sick on the boat over and over again, which is a byproduct. And that'll happen. I get that. Right. Um, but but you were in somebody's care. And I would imagine that as a young person in somebody's care in this day and age, uh, we could probably do better. We talked about optics. We talked about uh, how the white families were there for the send off. And how then they asked some of you to smile, which is troublesome for me in general. Uh, and I, I and, and the idea of like the biggest red flag goes in my head of ever ask ever thinking about exploiting my students. I think about that shit all the time. I've got to raise money. I've got to do all this stuff too. I don't ever want to make you sing and dance for Steambox. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't ever want to do that. And the idea of me walking up to you and being like, "Cameras are here, smile," sickens me. It sickens me. But you guys heard that. I know that's not how all organizations do. Organizations are way better at Steambox about making money. And I know that's part of yep. the thing. And I and with my organization too, Sankofa, we don't ever. They want numbers that are 10 year bit and people to sign up. And I said, I don't want this grant if this is what it's gonna be. Exactly. So I go for the ones that let me do my thing and celebrate the community. F them crackers, keep if, that money. If you come to my event, I don't require nothing of you. Enjoy yourself. That's all it's about. Boom. Celebrate. Boom. The beloved community. Yeah, we don't have no time for games. So let me ask this. Um, why were they asking you to smile? For who? Great their money. website, their Instagram. Was there media? Yeah. What do you mean? She was on the newspaper. You were on yeah, the newspaper? I was on the newspaper, yeah. Uh, tell me about the media experience. Tell me about like, like, cause again, that's something that I'm always super careful of. And I think that's what you were just expressing. We're super careful about exploiting our young people. Um, how how was the media experience? Was it okay? Do you feel like it was fair? Do you feel like you were a dancing monkey? Do you feel like they were trying to make you smile when you didn't want to, like it was fake? They were asking you to fake it? Tell me about what's going on. And please be honest, like, don't let me, I, I know I just asked if they were making you fake it. Don't let me lead you into something that's not true for you. I want your honest experience. Jeff, you wanna explain it? Oh, explain it. Like, this is a thing? This is a thing? <laughs> For one, I will say, like, 
beside that book. But one, we could anything that was put on the like on media, we couldn't even see it till we got to like Alabama. Yeah. Honestly, so like we didn't even know it was being posted. Because once I got home and I seen them photos of me, I was like, wow. Was it uh, not your good side as a as a, somebody who you runs an organization? On my face. Yeah. Her yeah. face expression. you can just see it like man we didn't even really get into like the heart of the story we're at the very beginning still (laughs) and you're talking about the beginning stages and you're already like oh hell no is that what you could see were like you know very nice because we got to like have photos of us jumping off the boat you know having fun but some photos was just Did, did people interview you yeah for the newspaper they interviewed me I, how did that go? Uh, I, and I'm just, I just to clarify for the Met and to give the Met some credit, they didn't tell you what to say, right? They didn't be like, no, they didn't no. be like, they asked me like, pretend you like this. No, they asked me like how my experience was and what do I think of it so far? Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, what did you have to say back? Uh, I said it was a good, well, okay. So I said, you know, it was, I said it was a good experience. And I also said like, it's, it's probably going to be hard because I got seasick. I'm the queen of seasick. Yeah. So I got seasick a lot. So, you know, like I said, like stuff like that. And I just said that it was like a good opportunity to learn about my African-American culture. Yeah. Did you feel like, and, and again, I don't want the Met to listen to this and think I'm trying to bag them because I don't think this at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you, because I, this, this happens with my students all the time. Like I hate when the media is talking to my students because I don't want my students to ever feel like they have to front for me, did you feel like you had to front a little bit and make it seem like a better experience than it was? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Um, so at first, I didn't really like, well, like we'll spend it more when we get deep in, but like at first I didn't feel like, like I honestly thought they were generally just coming here to like, you know, like see what it's about, like write it in the, like write it in the newspaper and everything. But when I like found out like more things about it, I was just like, wow like it like it left me mind blown because it was just like like why did they tell you that they were taking pictures what what did they say did they say anything about that no so we just heard so they said it was for our our parents back home and for school so they can get an update on us is that what they used it for no sometimes like i know my mom she got the picture of me when i was on the newspaper but that was say more so they basically, they did sort of tell the truth, but they also use our pictures for grant money, apparently. We feel like we were used for advertising. Yeah. Monetary can, can I go in? Yeah, that? go ahead. Um, so basically everyone on the boat was kind of clueless of what was happening. Even the other students. Yeah, even the other students. Yeah. I like to refer them, refer to them as the higher-ups. So that means... Who's the higher-ups? Uh, so The staff or the other students? No, the, the heads of the school. The heads of the school. Okay, yep, yep, yep. And the people who run the program. Um, you know, so how do I say it? Like they were using us, but not like in a how do I say it? Like in a like weird way, you know? Yeah. Like, I understand it's like for you know more money so they could get other students to go, you know. But like they should have kind of like explained what was gonna go yeah. on as we went on the boat because they didn't really explain to us. Can I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kick to you in one second uh, about this, about this, because we talked about exploiting, right? We talked about as people with organizations, we're worried about, we don't want to ever exploit you. Mm. Um, 
but we have to show our work. And when we show our work, we're going to show pictures of dope shit that y'all are doing. Mm. Right. So I get that. But I, I'm wondering if the disconnect here and what makes this situation different is did any of you feel like this was a, a this was not a completely positive experience? And for that reason, it felt disingenuous to then use those pictures for grant money. Is that why do you feel like maybe that's why you're struggling with with that? Yeah. And don't don't make me put don't let me put no. stuff in your mouth if that's not true. It's like we should show more of like the real stuff, like what actually happened, you know? Like him, like holding his head, like, oh, damn yeah. it. Like, like little things, like focusing on like how we felt mentally, not just like how we like smiled through pictures, you know? So it looks like we're just having happy. So it was a disingenuous, it, it was a disingenuous side of the experience that they were showing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that's important. I think that's an important point. It's something that we should all learn from. What did you want to add? Um, going back to like the the pictures and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Our director of the school, like when we had the chance to like talk to her because of like a situation that oh, happened. Yeah. She did like admit it though. She did say that like because we didn't we didn't have to pay for our flights or we didn't have to pay to be on the boat at all. Yeah. So she did like admit that we were like for money that we were there to like that the pictures were for like a way for them to gain money. Yeah. So they can like pay for like the other students. And for the next program that's happening this next January. Yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense to me. So I, so what I'm telling you is I get that. And I wonder how Nico feels about this too, right? Like I, I bet, I bet that you're, I bet that you're relating to taking a positive experience that students are having. But I, I think again, the disconnect is that what they showed and what they're showing for money feels like a lie to you. Is that it? Is it, is it, is it, is it it's not, please don't use my picture. It's please don't use this lie of me. I wonder what yeah. picture they use because me, I'm not smiling. Like, most of the yeah, like, like what Jeff said, like, like there were, like, there were many times where we were all smiling, like lifting the sails and stuff and laughing. Yep. So I feel like they took a lot of the pictures that we were laughing, but they didn't take a lot of the pictures where we were having deep discussions about how we felt mentally. I don't want to skip to the end, but, but I think now's, now's a probably good point for our audience right to hear like we so far it sounds like you know uh you guys knew you were going out for this thing you thought it would be cool uh some of you thought it would be cool some of you less so uh you thought it would be cool but uh it didn't turn out that way so how much of a positive versus negative experience like on a like on a grading scale not the met grading scale because i don't understand it right like uh, I, I don't want to do qr and shit like that but uh, it's quantitative reasoning right do i still remember that right yeah. uh, but on a like a zero to a hundred like what would you say you're was it was it more positive than negative was it more negative than positive was it like a dope experience but i'm focusing on the negative or was it like a, a, a negative experience that some things were positive about what would you grade it and why i'd say 50 50 for me 50 50, which, 50 50 is an f by the way <laughs> well i say 70 percent negative not school grades 30 percent positive <laughs> It was 70% negative, 30% positive. Uh, that's overwhelmingly negative. Oh, I said that wrong. No, 60%. <laughs> no, it's still the same thing. So, Like 60-40? Like, I'll say, like, honestly, the negative outweighed the good for me, in my personal opinion. Is it just the food? Because we talked about I food. I love food. Like, I'm Dominican. Yeah. You know, like, you, you 
be like I be I be eating like you know and like since I lost that it was just the same now. Was it was it just the food or for me it was the food like I be eating. Yeah. Was there anybody who the experience was negative beyond the food? Like and being was, seasick, you throw up, so then you're yeah, hungry and like you only get to eat like what three times a day. You threw up? Yes. How often? Like half of the voyage. <laughs> okay. I threw up the whole voyage. The whole time we sailed, I threw up. So you you stay hungry. I, like I I I be I'm starving, but I can't eat because nothing will come down. It'll yeah. go down. Everything will just come back up. Would you want to? Uh, so I know they just asked if just the food. The thing beyond that for me is the better planning, because they didn't plan things well. They promised us all these things, like going to the Bahamas and going to these other places, but we didn't get to. Hold up, you didn't even get to the Bahamas? No, we no. didn't. The Bahamas is the like that's why you you could deal with sick. Like when you're talking about being sick, I'm like, it's I be sick. He's talking about bumping his head. I'm like, bump your head. You're going to Bahamas. No, and then we also got stuck in a hotel for three weeks because someone caught COVID, and they didn't better plan for that. Man. Tell them about Brunswick, y'all. Oh. <laughs> I would love to. What the hell happened in Brunswick? Are we talking about New Jersey? No. Georgia, Georgia, Georgia Brunswick. Brunswick. Okay. Have you heard of Georgia Brunswick? Nope. So we got to Georgia Brunswick, <laughs> and Georgia Brunswick was an experience. Georgia Brunswick is, I'm not sure if you heard of Ahmaud Aubrey. Yes. 25-year-old black yes. male who was shot and killed. Yep. That's where he passed away at, in Georgia Brunswick. So going in, so we had sailed there and we had to stop there because a couple of people had caught COVID. Um, So, you know, they're like, okay, we're going to split everybody up into hotels and everybody's going to get a Can I pause you? Yes, you can. When when were the 65 days? When did this happen? Uh, This happened. The ending of January. Yeah. So the ending of January this year? It was like in the middle. Okay. Well, it wasn't my phone thing. So it was in February. So this isn't something that January to February. This isn't like when y'all started planning this, and, and when the school started planning this, it's not like the because uh, we went to Penny Arcade Expo. It was dope, and the the um, pandemic hit us like right then. It was in March, and you know how in March is like when everything got crazy. Like you knew something was happening, but that's when everything got crazy. And I felt like an asshole. No joke, I felt like an asshole for taking kids to the Penny Arcade Expo. But this was something that was planned during the pandemic. Like this was, this is two years into the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And they're like, let's put all these students on a boat because that's working out well on other boats. Before we even got on the boat, they were already quarantined. Who? The pro crew. The pro crew. Like, so a lot of us didn't get our sleeping arrangements until a week, until basically when we got, like when we were underway to Brunswick, Georgia, because they were still quarantining from not having COVID, but, you know, like just quarantining because the COVID tests all came back negative. Yeah. So a lot of like some of the kids had to sleep in the kitchen or some of the other kids had to sleep where mostly like, some of the boys would sleep. What do you what do you mean kids had to sleep in the kitchen? Like the galley, like. So they said, don't make a fancy word for kitchen and forget, <laughs> oh, the kitchen. forget, <laughs> forget my aggression. I'm not, my aggression is not towards you, but I'm a dad. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm trying to imagine these, putting my son to, to sleep in the kitchen and quarantining all, the him floor. there. 
it was the four first. They said, you guys can use your sleeping bags for four. So then they brought them to the kitchen, the galley. <laughs> and they said, you guys you can fancy. sleep here. And <laughs> in the in the kitchen, who was the galley? Um, that's where the engine room is. And you know, it's like the kitchen yeah, and salon. the salon. It's like the kitchen and like the little dining room area. And then like- There is a salon, the yeah. galley, the kitchen. And then, like, the engine room was loud and everything. So I just, I felt bad because, like, I didn't even feel right co- sleeping comfortable because it's like you got them kids sleeping in the kitchen and then we sleeping perfectly fine in bunk beds. That's- why, why the words that I shouldn't use on a podcast? Why, 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 why? Were you were y'all out at sale at the time? No. So you're on land and these are multiple schools. People have money. Don't let them lie to you. People have money. And nobody could put you in a hotel until this shit was up. So, y'all sleeping on the on the on, y'all sleeping on a fucking floor of this fucking of this boat. I didn't sleep on a floor. Sleep on a floor. Sleep. They got people sleeping on the floor of the so, kitchen of this boat. We met the girl who slept on the floor. She's very lucky. She called her mom, and her mom went off she on got- the head of the person. I would have I would have messed somebody up. I I might have hurt somebody. We made secret phone calls. This is wild. Phones. So we end up calling. Why couldn't you have your phones? Good question. Disconnect from the world. Yeah, it was a boat experience. Go go ahead, jump in. Yeah, so like that, even when we had exploring town, we didn't have our phones. And then like after we caught COVID, um, they blamed us on making the secret phone calls to our parents. That's probably that's why we caught COVID. Was there a time of the day that you can then access your phones for like, no. So when we were in the hotel, we were in the hotel for three weeks. It was only until that second week where we actually got our phones. So they have flip phones. And they bought two hundred dollars flip phones. So instead of giving us our phones, our actual phones, they gave us flip phones to call. Instead of just giving us our phones, we're in a hotel. We're going crazy. We're teenagers. You know, we need connection to the outside world. You know, so in the hotel, they don't want us to be outside. Can I just? Because I actually, I was like the first one to actually test positive for COVID. So I was in a hotel room all alone like quarantining because they had like company at least they had like their are you patient zero did you did you (laughs) did you bring covid onto the ship i'm not trying to bust your balls about that i'm just so you got covid on the boat Uh, like on this boat me and him were the um me him and another student from the met were the only met students who got covid um system (laughs) so um so like going back to like the phone things like i couldn't even like keep the flip phone like because they had to like take it back and give it to other kids so i was just like all alone in my hotel room and like and then the hotel room phone stopped working so i couldn't even use those to like call were you just licking everything on the boat how do you get how do you (laughs) oh wait oh can we talk about how like um so they did like grab they collected our spit our first day there oh, yeah, to test yeah. us for COVID. So like to make sure none of us got COVID to like make sure yeah. this didn't happen. But then we found out that when we got to like Georgia, when we like the whole COVID thing happened, that the like the place, test the testing place never got the results. Then what's the point of, we never our, what's we the point of testing you? Exactly. Got frozen and they were no good no more. Me, and then they didn't retest us. We, this, we could do a whole series. I bet we could do, like, we could literally do a whole series on this boat adventure. And I, I know, I know that's something that we, we don't have the capacity for. So I want to get to like important bits. I want all of you to share things that you think the world should know. But right now, uh, one of the things that I'm, I'm sad about, and I almost have a hard time looking at you and saying this, and you too, you said you had COVID on the yeah. trip too. Um, are you guys seeing studies of like long-term effects like people who have had covid 
like it's it's doing things to people's brains. It's doing things to people's lungs. It's doing things to people's uh, sexuality, uh, uh, sexual organs. Uh, people are having long term effects from having COVID. I'm sorry, I don't mean to scare you. No, like that's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> like they were playing with people's health like like long term like that's like nothing to play with and they just like i don't know they just like this this seems negligible this so seems do, like do completely you, irresponsible do you see the test got destroyed but they told the kids to take off your masks everybody does not have covid the tests were destroyed. They Based on what? On, on, on who? <laughs> who said this? The captain. They had them take off their masks and they knew the tests were destroyed. So they never retested them to actually see if it was okay. This is, this is, and again, this is, this is your story. I want to, I want to say that I've got your back completely, but also to the world at home, just to be responsible. This is your story. I'm hearing your story right now. I don't have Nancy. I don't have people from the Met telling other stories or saying maybe that the tests were, and people knew, but what I'm saying is from the information provided here from you, this is, if this information is true, that's negligible. These people are like responsible for unknown things that might still come in your life, right? Like, like that's wild shit. Like how irresponsible and having people sleep on the floor. Oh yeah. And then another thing, when we're in the hotels, right? The adults that were like able to like actually, you know, make sure we're all good and stuff. They were up on the second floor. Most kids were on the first floor. So most kids were like, I'm not saying these guys in the room with me, but some of them were sneaking into the rooms with other kids, having all the other kids catch COVID and stuff <laughs> because of this. So you, like people were breaking quarantine rules. Yes. So some kids were going to other kids' rooms and then they COVID the next day. Where, where were the, where was the staff? The ones that like didn't have COVID were on the second floor. Most kids were on the isolated. First floor. Isolated second floor. Okay. Uh how was how was the staff? There was times when they're helpful and the times where they were just like, what did I do to you? Why are you so mad at me? I didn't do anything wrong. We or know like, why y'all are so help. mad. We got we got people sleeping on the floor. I just feel like they wasn't listening. You know, we got hungry I, people sleeping on the floors. When I had first gotten on the boat the first day, I had told them that it felt unorganized. Unorganized. And it was and still to this day, it was still unorganized. <laughs> you know, it is like how many times can I repeat myself over? <laughs> and over and over and then like they're asking you know that some people are some some of the pro crew are crying because they want um us to let them in and tell about how we feel when we do they don't listen they take everything that we say and like it comes out the other air they lack of comments they lack of comments i want y'all to think i'm gonna go around the table in a minute i'm gonna first I, i've got another question but but i'm gonna go around the table just because you know we're almost at time and i want to make sure like like, what do you think people should know about the trip? Tell me something else that happened about the trip. And notice, I'm not saying snitch. I'm not saying say something bad. I want to know what's your truth about the trip that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet. And it could be positive. It could be negative. It's it, it's up to you. But I want you to be real. I want you to be real. I want you to be raw. And if it's a nice thing that's against the grain of what other people are saying here, then have your moment. And if it's something that other people should know about, like, like this was really messed up on the trip too, and and y'all should know that. Uh, but but I'm always fascinated by um, I'm always fascinated by uh, equity. I'm always fascinated by equality, and and I can't help but wonder like if this was the Mets' first time uh, bringing and they're bringing black and brown children when there's another school there with all white children. Do you feel like you were at least treated equally? Did they give you that 
courtesy was all of the staff entirely equal to you guys at all times or did you ever feel like some of the staff maybe preferred the white community this is uh this is a jagged question i know that i'm like uh probably what's what's the word right like i'm I'm instigating. I know I'm instigating, but it is my curiosity. I want to make sure that you were at least treated fairly. Do you all feel like you were treated fairly and equally to the other school? Mm -hmm. I did. You feel so? You feel like yes? Yeah. I would say like I was on watch, C watch. We had A watch, B watch, C watch. C watch is mostly all met kids. So like I feel like we was all on those people on my watch. I feel like all of us were treated the same, honestly. But yep. I can't speak for the other watches. Um. It was more like a 50-50, like, not more from the other kids. Well, not more from the other kids, but maybe, like, from some from the Brooklyn. Like, it's just that vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I we get, like, with the other kids, we got along with them perfectly fine. Some of them. Good. You know, so, like, you know, like, you try to form a community. We're on the boat together for two months. Yeah. You know, community circles, community, you know, you try to form that, try to, like, family kind of. I'm not trying to instigate. I'm just trying to think, like. Like if I was doing a trip like this, I'm thinking I probably I I could see the benefit to matriculating schools. But I think there's got to be like an intense in, like it has to be intended to matriculate the schools. Like if you're talking about different watches, then it should be completely like I would have it completely like mixed. mixed. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And what about the male? Like you all said about Jaden hold on. Hold on. But you weren't but you weren't mixed during those times. Why do you think that was? I don't know. Jaden, you want to say what the captain said? Um, so the captain told me that the reason all the med kids were together was one, I liked engineering, so I stuck with like the med agent, the head engineer guy, and then he left, right? Um, Why? Because he had other business on another ship. He was going on Germany. Yeah, he was going to Germany. And then he just said it was um it wasn't intentional to have all the med kids in one group, but it yeah. wouldn't make sense because you could just put like three met kids in each watch because there was like you know divide you can just divide them up like yeah that. it's not like clump all the kids together i i think that i think there's opportunity to have a beautiful learning environment from each other y'all learning from white culture and white culture learning from your culture as long as it's done like like with intent and like super carefully because that can also set up power dynamics um, that we don't even think about sometimes. So it sounds like that's at least a okay check, right? It sounds like that's at least, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't the greatest, but that wasn't one of the fails. Uh, and that's one of the easiest fails when I watch all the pieces that were here. Um, so, so I'm going to go all the way around. I'm going to start this way, if you don't mind, but I, I want to give Nico a chance to jump in too. Uh, what's one thing that the world should know about this trip that we haven't had a chance to talk about yet? Um, I guess just more lies about the curriculum and what they're teaching us, basically. So what do you mean lies? Like Because uh, uh, they said we were learning so much about this Black history and African culture, and I feel like I did not learn a single thing. Just more sad stuff about people getting captured and our stuff getting taken over. I don't learn about like any of the good things. Like, did they invent anything? Did they create anything? No, I've not learned any of that. I just learned. That's a really good perspective. I, yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, okay, what what have I not asked yet? What What do you wish I'd asked? What do you want to say about this trip? What was the best part of it? The best part would probably be us going to Selma, Alabama, and walking Martin Luther King Street. Walking you know, Martin Luther King across the bridge. Y'all walked know? across the bridge? Yes. Yeah. And we wow, all hold dope. hands, you know, 
some was crying. So, you know, that that's what it's about, you know. Was that an impactful moment for you? Yeah, most definitely. Were you like, one of the ones crying? No. What does it take? What does it take? Why are you so tough? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, do we need a Pixar movie? Is that like, what do we... <laughs> what's one thing i might not have asked about that you think that the world should know right here you're on this podcast we talked about a lot uh what's one of the pluses or minuses what's something important that you think the world should know about this trip that you gotta be mentally physically (laughs) spiritually prepared for a yeah i gave you a lot of pushback earlier i was talking about how Maybe that's part of the experience and maybe that's some of the stuff that y'all should have. But like when I hear that we missed all of the Bahamas, when I hear that people were sleeping on the floor, when I hear that uh, when I hear that this was planned, not coincidentally came while COVID was here, but planned for during COVID, but not properly. Right. Not like the plan wasn't effective for COVID. Um, Yeah. So I've given some pushback to you but also there's a lot of like there's a lot of bullshit that y'all dealt with what's one thing i might not have asked you uh and that we haven't had a chance to talk about today that you think the world should know um actually can you go to him first yeah go ahead uh i like to say just like an overview of like how i felt about the whole bullshit um honestly uh i don't know how to explain it it's like for me, um, during the whole boat trip, I didn't really get to like express myself, you know, like actually have that trust towards someone to like say how I actually felt. And I, I mean, I've kind of like gotten used to that, but you know, just understanding how all that kind of works, you know, don't like, don't like overthink it too much. Like at the end of the day, you kind of just have yourself, right? And on the boat, you kind of learn that because not everyone there is going to be someone trustworthy, you know? And I'm not saying they're yeah. like messed up people and like you right. can't trust them, but like you just have to know who to talk to and like how much to say. But the people that we, yeah. the people that we feel like we should trust, the adults, the people who were in their care failed us on this trip. And, you know, uh, my friend Nancy, other people who I've worked with before at the Met, they might be like, well, that's, you know, that's not fair, you know, and there might be another side of the story. But if any of the side of the any sides of the story has uh, has people's children in their care sleeping on the floor of a kitchen on a boat while the boat is still docked on land <laughs> with other options available, they have failed you massively. Yeah. If they're telling you to take off the masks because you're safe when the covid test results uh, were inconclusive disappeared, uh, never came back at all, that's a failure. They are betraying you. You were betrayed in those regards. So I'm happy that you spoke to positivity. I'm happy that there were some positive elements there. And I and I could probably talk about more of those in a moment. I'm happy that you have those. But, but make no mistake, the story that I was told today has massive failures. And when you talk about trust, it's the people who are paid for to be in a position where we can trust them. Uh, and that's one of the things that is, is really messing me up right now, yeah. especially as a dad. Um, go ahead. Um, 
So I think like one thing about me is that like, I'm not like one to talk to people if I don't know them. Like I'm not very like outspoken like that. I'm like kind of shy when it comes to like people I don't know. And like in the beginning of like the trip, it kind of felt like, well, I was only really close to the Met kids because like, you know, they kind of like, <laughs> we, <laughs> our, little, our little Met meeting. Did y'all close the door somewhere and be like, yo, this is bullshit. We, 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 got, they got no, no bowl. We heard I had the biggest bed on the yeah. boat. Yeah. Supposedly, Met yeah. meetings. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so that's like kind of like on me part, like not being able to like talk to people like as, as confidently as I can talk to them. But in the beginning kind of felt like, I don't know. I feel I feel as if for me to like be able to like talk to somebody new, I need to have somebody I actually know there. But at first it kind of felt like they were trying to like, I don't know, like separate us a little more, which I understand. Mix with part. the other school or just, yeah, okay. like. I don't know how to describe it. You guys know what I'm talking about? I mean, it was on A-Watch and he was like, what the Yeah, oh my God. I was, it was, um, so four Met students were the only ones that weren't on C-Watch. So there was like, what, nine of us total? Yeah. So like five Met students were on C-Watch. Um, and I was with another student from the Met that I just did not talk to at all. Right. So I was just in a watch for like four hours with a bunch of people that I did not know. And like, Again, I don't talk to people. So I just started talking to them like literally maybe three weeks before the program ended. So like that kind of sucked. Um, did anybody fall in love on the trip? Like that's a y'all teenagers, y'all out there. <laughs> out there 65 days. <laughs> Books before boys. Books before boys. No, there was nobody, there was nobody. You don't got that one student who you don't want to name who's in your class who was like. It was like, yo, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holler. At no, I'm waiting. Oh, just, snap. We got, oh, uh, so maybe, maybe a little, maybe, maybe there was one or two. I was thinking about them. I was thinking about them. What's in my heart? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I wasn't at you. They pointing at your son. They pointing at your son. You sure are. Oh, Nico. Oh, yeah. I hope. I hope. I hope y'all were safer than the COVID protocol. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Uh, do you guys feel like? What's this? No, do y'all feel like? Do y'all feel like? So they were eight of you. Nine. Nine. Do y'all feel like bonded? Yeah. Oh yeah. Y'all didn't know each other going in. No. I only knew Diane because yeah. we're in the same building. Yep. But now you feel bonded. The way we connected on the boat, it was like we, like for us, we were our support system. Yeah. We were what we yeah. were what what was holding us together. You know, so that that was that's how we bonded. That's how we connected. You know, we seen both sides of each other. You know, there's two sides of you. I just learned this from somebody else today. So like, I don't I don't believe this. Um, <laughs> the there's the a back. person where you show <laughs> your all to, oh. and then you show half of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like all of us, we all showed our all. That's how you see each other. Yeah. All right. That's dope. That's spiritual, damn that. Damn. <laughs> uh, Nico, as a parent, uh, I already said I was I, my kid wasn't even on this trip, but y'all got me dropping f bombs on the podcast, and I don't do that all the time or often. Uh, your your son was on the trip. Yes. As a parent, 
What should the world know? What haven't I asked that you, you wish the world knew? Well, as a parent, of course you trust the school and all the people in charge to take care of your child. And, and if as described by these students, uh-huh. that's, that's a failure. Exactly. There's so much more we didn't even get to touch on. Like? So much so. Well. What's a big one? Well, the students, they snuck and used the phone and called me. (laughs) Um, So I got to speak to every child and it was on Valentine's Day. And y'all aren't children, excuse me. All the young folks. And Jaden called me to tell me something. And I think I said, what the F? Yeah. And I think all y'all heard me somehow. And you're yeah. like, I had to oh. take the phone from him. They yeah. were like, oh, let me speak to your mom. So I spoke to each and every one of them on the trip, including the um the young person that was getting sent home the next day. Why? COVID or um, no. <laughs> there was a situation on the boat and they handled it in a biased way. So this young lady got sent home against her will. And how much of this are you willing to share? Like, what, what do you, I don't our know audience has no idea what you're talking about. I know she said something and they took it the wrong way and they did not get the Met students feedback. They got the Proctor students feedback and they didn't check in to see if this was really what was going on. Now, again, just for optics, the Met students are the black and brown students. Yes. And Proctor they, are the others. And they talked to the white students from Proctor. Yes. And they not, took their word. Yeah. Not the people who knew her, not the people who she came with. And so they made like a quick decision that if they actually got everybody's perspective, she may have still been able to continue along. And again, for optics, they asked the white people yes. and not the people of color that knew this person. Yes, yes, correct. I mean, I, I think that's an important distinction. Yes. And it might have been innocent. It might have been innocent. They might have thought they had enough information or whatever. And and for whatever reason, but... but the kids kept checking in to try to figure out what happened and what they could say. And they were kind of like, oh, we're going to do this. This is the final decision. That's it. So they were like prevented from even intervening and helping this person. So So, when she got on the phone with me, my heart went out to her. She's like, I don't want to go home. And she was going to ship out the next day. This person got, I, I don't know how bad whatever they thought they did was. She should have came. I don't know how I don't know how bad the situation was. I'm not going to speculate, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine that this person being humiliated, rejected, and removed from this trip, suffering those kind of consequences when other people failed you and failed to keep you safe, failed to properly give you shelter, failed to properly feed you, had you sleeping on the kitchen floor, and had you getting COVID because of their own negligibility. Ne- I don't know that word. I'm making it up. I don't really. <laughs> ne- neglig- neg- negligence. Ne- negligence. Word. <laughs> but, it, but those people haven't been held accountable. As a matter of fact, it sounds like they're going to use your pictures to make more money for those people. I'm jaded now. I'm a little. Honestly, I'm, I'm not. I'm not being entirely fair. I'm being angry dad right now. It's but, real. But what I'm saying is those people aren't, aren't facing consequences. But the student did for whatever the student got involved. And immediately in. they took action. So what happened was after I talked to all these young folks, I said, do you all want me to take this further? And I told my son, tell him what I do now. Are y'all ready? Do you want me to? And they said, yes, please help us. Soon as they said that, I'm like, done. So the next morning, I sent an email to all the people in charge, all the leaders of the school. And then they requested a Zoom with me. So I got on the Zoom. 
So the reason why I'm disappointed was we brought up every issue, every situation of the students and they carried on and did nothing about it. Mm. So it shows me what their intentions were. They were not there to help you all. And so my, um, my colleague and I stepped in as Sankofa and said, we need to video um, Zoom with these students because we need to make sure that y'all were okay. So they let us do that. We had a good time, I think, right? Did you all enjoy our conversation? Yeah. You got yeah. to laugh. And, um, yeah. and they looked forward to it. So I said, anytime you need me, I'm here, hit me up. So they, they did that. So a couple of times I heard from them. And then um, we had a Zoom with the Proctor students because there were issues of microaggressions and racism on the boat. So we did an activity with the Proctor students. We talked about what racism meant. Y'all didn't, didn't mention microaggressions. Did Was that like out of your, did y'all not experience it? But it was a thing that was happening or? Uh, <laughs> uh, it was like, it was some parts of it. You know, like there were, there were comments, there were comments made and we had to, like we, we, there were comments made that we had to like tell an adult, but again, they weren't listening. So now we had to take, we had to do like our support system again. You know, we had to support each other. Met meetings. Yeah. Our met meetings do that comment. Which is other youth. Yeah. Your safety is each other, not the adults who are paid to be your safety. Yep. Yeah. Um, last thing that the world should know that we didn't touch on. Um, that they did not do right by the students by not having um, a BIPOC person on the boat with them. So we know the first person left, but they didn't have a plan for a second person. So after all these things were brought up to them, they didn't make any changes to help with this. They were saying, going forward to our next group of kids, we're going to do this. And I kept saying, what about the kids now that you have with you now? So the suggestions that we made as my organization, they took it, but they told us that they didn't need our help. So they took those ideas and that's what they're telling people now for the next voyage that they're gonna do. So I need them to make sure that they that they're gonna do it. It's a good thing, right? Like but, but they 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 don't know how to do it and they took us out. So yeah. remember how they ambushed our meeting? Yeah. So somebody, so the person from the Met went down to meet with them and she texted me and said, I, the kids are so excited to Zoom with you tonight. That's all they're talking about. And I'm like, I'm so glad to see them. They're beautiful faces. And then the crew texted me and said, she said she wants this meeting canceled. <laughs> so she didn't know the crew was reaching out to me. Right. And then she said, if they don't cancel it, I, if I cancel it, no, I won't cancel it if me and all the heads of the places can come to the meeting. So they didn't even want us to have time alone for me to talk to them yeah. and prepare them because they were going to go to see the Clotilda the next day. They didn't tell any of us parents that they were taking our kids to the site of Clotilda or to Africatown. It's nowhere in the information we received. Nobody told us. So I actually spoke to all of the heads, the guy that's in charge of Proctor, Nancy, Brooks, and the other person from Sailing Ships, Maine, and I've been speaking to them through this whole process. One of them reached out to me because my friend wrote a book and he wanted me to hook her, hook him up meeting her, but he didn't ask me about y'all at all. He didn't say, are the kids okay? What can I do? So 
I've seen so many things go on and they're not fixing it. Are the, are the kids okay? So uh, here's my question. Uh, and, and I want to differentiate it from uh, people, war heroes or war villains or whatever, people who watch their friends get blown up in war. Uh, people have post-traumatic <laughs> stress disorder, right? Uh, but it's, but, but I mean, I've, I've, I have like trauma from small time instances. Do any of you feel like you're carrying uh, a little bit of trauma over something you might've experienced on this trip? Probably waking up at like four in the morning. You're waking up super early and hoping that a roommate doesn't fall on you. <laughs> that why don't get waking up for night watch and go out and get seasick for four hours straight and then not eat three days straight because I don't want to keep so what so what we just found out is unless somebody else has something to add I do. go ahead so it's not traumatizing but it's just something that's probably kind of sad it's like either you would get a, like i got a nice meal and i got home and everything i took one bite i was full yeah full of dogs i feel like one that bite. bullshit made me thankful for what i have yeah, mm-hmm. definitely right now like it made me so thankful for what i got damn I, you like you could get that from don't. you could get that from a class trip to hell Right? Like you go to hell and then you come back. It's like, oh, I don't want to go to hell anymore. I'm happy. Oh, I know. I'm thankful for my food, my toilet, my bed, especially my bed, because that's a low bar. It's a it's a low bar. But what, what we discovered was, uh, and I, I think this is important too, because there's a lot of areas where I'm angry about some of the things that I've heard here. But but y'all are okay. And I think that's I think that's important. Well. Not you. I mean, you got COVID right now. Nobody knows what's going to happen. 20, 20 years from now, 20 years from now, when, you, when you're talking backwards like a, like a Superman villain, uh, uh, nobody knows. But for the most part, y'all are okay. I think that's important. Uh, so so the Met, the Met kind of got lucky, right? Like, because because people are dying over COVID, right? Like, that's the thing that's happening. The, the Met got lucky. I'm angry about some of the things I heard. But uh, but y'all are okay. Hopefully the Met learns and whether they're going to, whether they're scared of you and they don't want to do it with you, but they're going to learn from some of these things. Hopefully they get it right the second time. And here's where they could start. They could start by maybe not doing it during the height of a pandemic. And uh, also maybe they could do it uh, by having the black and brown students, parents there too. Uh, maybe that would be a nice start. Do you guys agree? Yeah. I really I even suggested that the students get together and hang out, have pizza, go to a movie so that they know because they're exposing these students who have only encountered black and brown students as missionaries. So yeah. some of these students have gone to other countries and like saw the poor children. So these kids need to see each other as peers. I'm doing that with Steambox, man. Like when we're going on a trip, like the parents will get together. I kind of have to, for, it's hard to get parents together sometimes, uh, but I'm getting the parents together. Like I, I'll make an excuse. Like I need everybody to like be here with the, with the notary so we can all sign this stuff together. But that way all the parents are together and everybody has the same experience and you can start building a network with yourselves and with the parents. I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, it seems like the Met is experienced enough where they should have known that already, but hopefully now, uh, hopefully now they can they can build on that. Um, I hope uh, I, you guys can you guys can follow at Steambox RI. You can uh, put any information, ask any questions, add anything that you want to add. But uh, this has been Steampunks from uh, the Met High School talking about their adventure on this boat. What was the name of the adventure? The Harvey Gamage. I ain't saying that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steampunks from the Met. Please say uh, peace out to the world. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you. Thank you.